Christ is risen. Hallelujah. This is the, the battle cry of the early Christian. Because at that time, they've been persecuted. At the time, they've been uh, assassinated and killed. That's why every time those things would happen, or every situation that would face, they always say and confess that Christ is alive. Jesus has risen. Because that is the very basic thing they have, the foundation of our faith that Jesus is alive. As Paul had said, if Christ has not risen, then our faith is futile. Our faith is nothing. Our faith is useless. Our worship is useless. Our prayer is useless if Jesus has not risen from the dead. That's why we're here gathered together this morning because we believe that Jesus risen and he is alive and we are worshiping a living God. Amen? And that always, always remind us every time we face some circumstances and problems, it remind us that he is alive. Our God is alive, the creator of heaven and earth. He could he create heaven and earth, everything on earth. Maybe there's a possible way that he also create a solution to what you're facing. Amen? It's just more than a slogan or something of a confession that comes from the heart. So today we're talking about the resurrection of our Lord. And our theme is that Christ, resurrection of Christ restores our hope. So another message of, res of resurrection is restoration. The message of resurrection is also restoration. And my topic for today is transformed and restored to serve Jesus. The, talking about the disciples, been transformed by the encounter with the risen Lord and restored to serve the Lord. Why? Because you know, as as human, when tragic thing happens, there's almost so called uh, somehow there's a negative uh, reaction to us, emotion to us, and they're there. And the command of the Lord to Mary in Matthew chapter 28, tell my disciples to meet me in the Sea of Tiberias, the Sea of Tiberias or the Sea of Galilee. That is the command of Jesus. And they were there. And you know, at the situation, they're confused, disappointed, and are uncertain of the future. Maybe they're, they're guilty because of what they have done to Jesus. Nilaglag na si Jesus nila eh. 
It's a cross. Nilaglag nila. So, umpisa. Yes! Hallelujah! Amen! Katinyan sa manimaw. Masigdigabi ng sanda. That's sometimes also a challenge for us. In time of good, it's still that praising God or in time of bad. Similar situation, maybe, I, as I write, like the passing away of our bishop, you could see the situation of a feeling of loss, like here, the disciples. The feeling of disappointment, confusion, lot of questions, and our sensitivity to the future. What would happen to the church? What is next? And that is natural, being human. We are not Superman, no Wonder Woman. Sometimes you feel those things. And God knows that. Jesus knows that. Does he command them, tell my disciples to see me in the Sea of Tiberias. Why? The very plan of God which is there is to restore them. Restore their hope. Restore their confidence. And once again they would see fresh way of seeing the vision, the mission. They've been forgiven. Feeling of failure. See, Failure is not a person. It is an event that happens in our lives. It's not a person. Sometimes you fail. But because of God, of our Lord, we are victorious. So every time, sometimes we suffer some setback or failure. It is not a person. It is an event. An event could be changed. A failure will be changed to victorious situation. And Jesus felt similar to the Sea of Tiberias. Why Tiberias? Why the Sea of Tiberias? Why do Jesus want to see them there? One in another place. Because the Sea of Tiberias, that's where they started. That's where they've been called. They're fishermen. And Jesus wants to remind them of who they are, of their calling. Tiberias, the Sea of Galilee, where they see the power of God. They've seen how the Lord had stopped the storm. In Tiberias also, in the land, they have seen the Lord feed the 5,000. They have seen the miracle of God. And what that the Lord wants to do to them looking for a spark to spark once again their commitment, their hope, their confidence to move on. And here Peter said, I'm going fishing. I don't know why he said that. Maybe a desperate kind of uh, action. Well, Maybe this is it. They'll go back to the old work. 
or maybe maybe to unwind. Why not go fishing, go swimming, go shopping, whatever it is, to change the environment? I don't know. But for us, when the Lord says, go to Tiberias, during the passing away of our bishop, what is the command of God? Go back to church. Go back to church. Once again, go back to church. Remind you once again of the mission, the vision, the teaching of our bishop. I will say, no retreat, no surrender. Hmm? Go back in prayer. Looking something was sparked. And go there. This is our Tiberias. Our church is our Sea of Galilee. Our church is our Sea of Galilee, where God reminded us of the calling, of the mission, of the vision of God in us. At the time, that I have to be here, although some restriction, but one way to be here, be reminded of the Word of God, strengthened. There's a spark, looking for a spark. So that's the person the Lord has done to them. Go back to Tiberias. Go back to church. Go back to church. And then, as you continue to worship our God, continue to pray, maybe at the time you're praying, something you couldn't see anything, you didn't feel anything, but continue doing it. Continue doing it. And I believe at the time, God is working in our heart, in the heart of the disciples. And he done a very practical way to spark them. And they are fishing. And he said, have you got something? They said, no. He said, put it in the right side. And when they did, they obeyed God, they cast a lot of fish. They're reminded of what happened many years ago. Then their very start, also together with Peter, in Luke chapter 5, and said, when they're fishing, have you, said, have you got something? Nothing. He said, lower down your net. He said, Lord, as you said your word, we will lower down our net. They reminded of that miracle, of that miracle that the Lord has done unto them. Reminded of the power of God, that God is alive. God is alive. One thing that reminds me during the passing away of our bishop, maybe our bishop passed away, but God is alive. God is alive. So when he is alive, there's hope. There's a brand new start. But the beginning, brand new strength. So, the time that he reminds them of his power. Sometimes you have to be reminded of that. That's why we are facing some problems, some confusion, some question in our lives. Go back to church. Let the word of God 
spark us. Let the prayer of God spark us. Let our worship spark us. And let the Eucharist and the sacraments spark us once again. Could see and open our eyes. And see, when they have obeyed God, he said, in the right side, they caught a lot of fish. Maybe they're fishing in the left side. See, according to uh, scholars, the, the boat is 3 by 7 by 26. Hmm? Ranang taas ay 3 feet, anang yapad 7 feet, aganang haba 26 feet. So, 7 feet lang. So, maybe they're fishing in the left side. That's the Lord said, put in the right side. And they caught fish in the right side. So, you could see the very thin line of success is not just seven feet, but our obedience to God. What is seven feet to the left or to the right? What makes it most is our obedience when we obey God and they caught something. So the Lord wants to restore them. What the Lord wants to restore them. So first he did go back to Tiberias, go back to church. And when they are in the church, the Lord reminded them of his power, of his word, of his promises. And the third thing he done to them is fellowship. Have fellowship with them. Have fellowship with them. They eat with him. And they said, at the time, so the Lord said, come up here. And when they come up there, they saw already that Jesus is already grilling some fish. Where did Jesus get this fish? They, as soon as they come in, they saw a fire, a call of there, and face laid on it, and bread. Another miracle to them, reminding them that during that time in here in Tiberias, he supplied the 5,000 to eat. And that fire reminded of the fire of God. That's what reminds us, reminds us of the fire of God to rekindle once again the faith. Rekindle once again the commitment and those, the fish and the bread remind us of the Eucharist. We eat together. That is covenant. When we eat together, see eating as its Lord, as its liturgy itself, a symbol of unity. When we eat together, like in the family, from one plate, uh, the, 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 the rice in a big plate, or some bandihado, and the, 
the food, the, the bayan or whatever your, your uh, food is there, the fish or whatever, is one and it is passed. It comes from one plate. That is very symbolic of unity, covenant. Eating itself is a symbol of covenant when you eat together. Because you eat with your friends. You don't eat with your enemies. Have you experienced in something that uh, a person, okay, sit down, sit down, sit down, and it so happened that the person that the host had put in front of you, a person that maybe you have something of, can you eat good? No, hindi, no? When somebody in front of you is your enemies, you always You cannot eat right. There's no joy. You eat pass and go out. But the covenant in the in the table is a sign of unity, harmony, and love. That's why we have to maintain to eat together as a family. Now, sometimes because somebody is abroad or working, sometimes that is uh, understandable. But what happens are complete eat together. And if it is possible, throw that television away. Ruti bing around. Never count the TV, the TV turn now. Have you seen that? Eating in front of the TV, it deprives us of communication. Pachana si Cardonalan. Eat together, talk together. What's the problem? What's good? What's the news? So, protect that kind of. A very, very basic form of unity and covenant as a family. We eat together as much as possible. I said sometimes there's somebody working uh, in abroad. That's understandable. But it so happens to complete eat together because that is covenant. I said, come. Come and eat. That's what you so always inviting us during Eucharist. Come. Let the feast begin. Let's eat together. That is covenant. And when they eat together, their eyes are open. And once again, it sparks a new beginning. A new start. Brand new hope. Brand new mission and vision. As it's seen once again, their calling. It was that the Lord is doing unto them. And even unto us. That's why every Sunday we are gathered here together to eat with the Lord. I don't know what you had gone through within the week. Maybe some of you have a problem. Some of you have, have a bad day, a bad week. But come and with the church. So once again, we'll be rekindled, strengthened, 
illumined with the word and the sacrament that yes, there is solution to this. Yes, there is hope. Yes, there's victory. That is what the most important of when we gather together because Jesus is in the midst of us. And that what is resurrection is all about. It's about restoration. It's about brand new start, brand new beginning, brand new life with the Lord. The symbol of egg, the symbol of butterfly, the symbol of Easter lily, all those symbols remind us of new life, new beginning, new hope, and new once again to start something with the Lord. Because God is alive, then there is victory. Christ has risen! Hallelujah!